Is there a, if there is and where would it be, is there a cultural divide or a class divide within either the Arab or Muslim community? Uh, do you think that exists here locally or, or in, in the bigger picture? And, and These are some good questions. <laughs> mm-hmm. So like being Muslim and stuff, I, at least like myself, um, I don't feel like I have to showcase everything that I do. Um, and I feel like a part of our religion, we're told that it's sometimes it's you know, better done unsaid, um, especially when we're trying to either show, like, you know, you said, like, jewelry and, you know, like, money and stuff like that and clothes and attire and stuff. Um, I mean, if, if you if you walk into, like, you know, a masjid or anything like that, most men are dressed um, with a dishdashit. Most females are dressed with a habai, with, which is a black, um, uh, kind of like a long dress, they would say. Um, they kind of, we don't really... Sh- I mean, we have different, like, personalities and stuff, but, I mean, I don't feel like we show, um, we, we like to kind of stay as a community and, like, you know, equalize, our, like, you know, each other and stuff like that. Not saying that other people don't, but I'm saying that um, I feel like they're, we're, we're kind of pretty equal when it comes to, like, how we're viewed and stuff like that, if that makes sense. A bit. I don't know if that kind of touched on the question that you're asking. Um, I, I don't think there's really a difference between um, Arab Muslims and Arab Christians because, um, like, you really can't tell. Like, I feel like a lot of people here in America think if you're an Arab, you're automatically a Muslim. Um, but, like, for the most part, I feel like we're all in the same boat. And uh, I was also talking to my Arab Christian friend. He said, like, when he was in Jordan, they don't, nobody cares about that. You know, they're all brothers and sisters. So I don't think there really is a difference. No, I would just like also to say that there's really not not a huge difference. For example, Jerusalem, which is the capital of Palestine, there's three faiths, faiths who live there, Christianity, Islam, and Judaism. And you'll see like a mosque right next to a, a church, which is like, would just like symbolize that there's really not, not a huge difference between us. Um, everyone there lives in peace, where like Muslims just go to the uh, mosque and Christians go to the church. So... Like, it's something common there to see in Jerusalem, so we all, like, live in peace, and there's not really much a huge difference, and especially, like, in here in America, where you'll see a lot of Arab Christian and Arab Muslims, and when you talk to them, you wouldn't really notice a difference, except if, you like, you personally ask them what their religion is, and then, or, like, what denomination of Islam they come from. Yeah, I would like to comment on that. Um, so, I have been in Palestine for most of my life. And to comment on the situation in Jerusalem, um, when last year uh, Al-Aqsa Mosque was closed, uh, you found Christians standing next to Muslims just to defend the land and support them. The same thing happened after a couple of months when there was taxes um, towards a church in Jerusalem close to uh, Al-Aqsa Mosque, and Muslims stand next to Christians. So based on the situation over there, really there isn't much of a difference whether you are Muslim or Christian or whatever. Um, They stand together, they support each other no matter what 
different uh, difficulties they're going through under the occupation. Same thing you would see in Jordan, because I've been there a couple of times. You wouldn't really say there's a difference between a Muslim and a Christian, because they all live next. They live in the same community. Community. They eat with each other. They hang out with each other. So there really isn't much of a difference that you can say. Like maybe the only difference is uh, their religion. Like okay. how, how they live their lives. Of course, there you you are gonna find differences between people in general. Whether even like say in Muslims, there all there is differences between like me and say Sada for an example. How I live my life, how she lives her life. So, um, like saying a difference between uh, people with different uh, religions really isn't like a matter to us. Because, like, you have to respect all, like, in Islam, you have to respect all religions, no matter what. And I feel like that's also, like, where the stereotypes come in when I was talking about, like, acceptance and accepting people for their differences. Because um, we come from a religion where we accept everyone. I mean, in our Quran, we talk about Jesus, we talk about Moses, we talk about um, the Prophet Muhammad, we talk about all of that. And uh, little people know that where... um, they're like, oh, you guys like to talk about Muhammad all the time, so um, peace be upon him. You guys always talk about him and emphasize that. But if you were to, like, you know, take a look at it, we talk about each and every single um, prophet that came down that is mentioned. Um, and little people know that, and that kind of just ties in where all that acceptance comes in. And uh, by all means, we, we are not, you know, got to judge that person that walks in front of us or next to us or wherever the case may be. Um, so... We should not judge them for who they are, and hopefully they won't judge us back. Um, but I feel like that's, you know, what you guys all said was right. I mean, there's there's really no difference that you can tell. I mean, um, just either being on here in campus or at, like, my workplace, um, some of my close, close friends are Christians. Um, another close friend of mine is, uh, is gay, and it's like I, I'm acceptance to them. I accept them because they accept me as well, and I feel like that's where we can kind of um, – agree to disagree on, you know, when it comes to, like, religion and culture and stuff like that, um, and just accept people as, like, humans. Yeah. I, th- I think um, we definitely have a beautiful group here <laughs> um, because they're, they, ha- they're, they have so much heart and so much um, spirituality within their religion. And so when you talk about class, I think that kind of just got washed away a little bit, Oli, because I think anything that they've kind of experienced and when you're really deeply in the religion and your in, in your spirit and your spirituality, um, that doesn't come into play. And I mean, I think we all see when we go to the mosque and we're doing fundraisers, I mean, some of the richest men are raising their hands, giving thousands of dollars. You know, we've all seen it. Um, so even, even when there is that you know, maybe somebody has more of the, the financial backing than somebody else. When you're really close to your religion like that, that doesn't even transpire in, into cars and jewelry and whatnot. Um, it doesn't mean that it, it doesn't happen um, because we see that side too. Um, but I don't think that that's the first thing that, you know, some people even think about when, when they're proposed with a question like that. They're thinking, you know, all the beautiful things that they just said. Um, Islam, too, I just want to mention, is uh, mostly based, and I I think everyone over here can agree, um, it's based on intentions. Um, 
when it comes to intentions, rather you're donating something um, because your intentions are clean and it's not necessarily because somebody has to see me doing this action. It's because I'm doing this action because it's going to benefit me and it's going to be- benefit the cause that it's going towards. So um, I know most of us are planned over here to go to Blaze after. Um, unfortunately, I have class. But um, it, it, I'm sure most of you guys aren't going because you guys have that mindset where like, yeah, I'm going to go because I'm going to donate because it's going to look good on me. Like, we we are so past that and that ego and all of that that we do it for one ourselves um for other people for you know our religion for what we stand for those are the reasons why we do things and um when we're as close to the religion as most of us are um that are here or like you know just in our community we don't like to showcase that stuff because it's between us and god and um we like to keep things that way um and it's all about the intentions that it's done whether it's you praying you fasting for this upcoming ramadan that's coming um we all do that to you know just try to benefit us internally and you know those people that are around us and try to have that good image um it's not necessarily about like trying to show it off or showcase it um, or any of that, but honestly, I respect the people that do things on the, like, DL without even saying anything, um, and sometimes people will never find out, but then again, it's between you and God, and the fact that you kept it a secret for that long, and it's only between you and God, it just means so much more, um, it means that you're actually doing it from the heart, so I feel like that's, if, if it's one thing that, um, you can take out of Islam, it's that, um, the most of the things that we do is based off of intentions. I- I just want to add from like what she said that like yeah we may have differences in dialects we all talk we all speak Arabic but like like if you bring an Egyptian to like a Palestinian maybe he doesn't even understand because of the difference of dialect but like we all like in in the masjid we all go to the masjid to pray and we you line up with uh, African American Muslim or uh, Asian Muslim or it doesn't matter like we all line up and you pray and and you follow uh, like the, the religion because like the religion is kind of like the umbrella where like everybody kind of like follows the same rules, follows the same principles, and that's where we connect, that's where we join. Although we have some, like, some minor differences, or, like, or how we live our lives, basically, but, like, we all agree on, like, the religion of Islam, basically, um, and, like, we all follow the principles, so that's that's the most important thing, and that's what uh, makes us, like, a, a Muslim community, basically. Awesome, and, and just from being in a the, in the space, I hear the authentic humility in, in, inside the space, because um, one of the things that I've uh, experienced, or there's even a saying in American church that the, the most segregated day among Americans um, is Sunday because that's because everybody goes their different way in church and is usually inside of some sort of identity pocket. So what you just brought up was was awesome, and I appreciate you uh, bringing um, uh, Sunday's bringing distinction because I think I two questions kind of got compact into one, and you guys answered them both. Is there a divide? between Muslim and Christian, and then is there a class divide within the Muslim religion or the, the, this local community, and, and you were able to address both of those. I was mainly looking for uh, the class consciousness within Muslim community, but I'm glad you brought up the clarity of positive relationships uh, between religions because uh, I've experienced that, not only in my engagement through you all, but family members who have converted as well. So I appreciate the authentic shares around that. Um, so I just want to add. I'm sorry. I just want to add one last thing that uh, to like drive the point home is that um, I'm currently memorizing the Quran with uh, my sheikh, like uh, my teacher, and we have a, um, a neurosurgeon actually who comes and he sits next to like just like us, and he's memorizing and he finished uh, 
like three chapters memorizing from the Quran, so the holy book of the Islam. So that was kind of like I was like I, I was personally I was very astonished like from what he had. And he's like he, and he said like uh, like I'm just like you. Don't treat me any differently. I just come here to learn just like you. So and that was pretty you know, strong from like very powerful message. Yeah, I would. I also want to guess get another point in on that for the the whole class consciousness is that's the beauty when the religion came was that it worked to eradicate that kind of you know that kind of mentality uh, that like you know that the higher socioeconomic status that you hold equates to you're a better person or you know you're better and so it, it's nice because you know even people who uh, back in the time of the prophet peace be upon him who were, who were slaves literally slaves you know, were esteemed and honored because they were great people. And so it, it drove the point home that it's not about the money that you have or the wealth or the possessions, that it's about, you know, not how rich you are in, in your wallet, but how rich you are in your behavior and your character and your heart. And so that, even during when it came during the time of the Prophet, peace be upon him, a lot of the community leaders were really threatened by that because they were like, well, now these people who used to have, uh, like, uh, advantage over, they're, you know, they're, they basically feel empowered and they're, kind of rising up and the late Malcolm X actually that was one thing that he mentioned that kind of blew him away when he went to the pilgrimage in Mecca when he saw everyone doing the Hajj and the pilgrimage was you know that you basically disregard any show of that class you're wearing a basic you know white little cloth and you cannot tell the difference between the race or the social you know not the race but the socioeconomic status between the different people and so it kind of that little event really drove home the the point that you know it's not about the money that you have as we said it's about the kind of person that you are when you were listening to mvcc pov voices from the valley um something that i want to touch on is um since I do wear the hijab and I represent Islam, I'm the face that represents Islam, and I feel like all females that wear the hijab are the face that represents Islam. Just me saying that, I say that for the reason being, um, if somebody who doesn't wear the scarf or a male who is walking down the street, you may not know 100% that they are Muslim, but wearing the headscarf is that face that shows, hey, this girl is Muslim and everybody would know that that girl is Muslim. So I feel like um, something that I kind of struggle even on campus or off campus is um, when people get the wrong idea of who I am as a person and try to associate myself with other Muslims. Just because they see a Muslim who may not wear the scarf or a Muslim who even does wear the scarf do an action, they would automatically assume that I do that same action. They judge me on me being Muslim instead of judging me on the person that I am. So that's kind of where the media gets it twisted as well because they associate every Muslim with what happens on the media than to, like, you know, as an individual. And that's where I think um, things get a little twisted and something that I've been trying to do myself to try to stop that is use my voice. Um, one of the ways that I use my voice is by this podcast. Another way that I use my voice is by having my own events, like open mics and stuff like that, or even just using a talent that I have, whether it's poetry, um, me doing mixed martial arts, trying to break down those stereotypes that people may have of me because I wear the scarf, and that's just something that I face. Um, I don't want to say on a daily because I don't face it on a daily, but every now and then I'll get like a petty comment, um, 
and that's my way of trying to make the best out of it. I don't want to take it to offense because they're uneducated. I want to make sure that I do educate the people that want to learn and kind of ignore the people that don't. Um, and the reason why we may wear the headscarf, because I do get this question a lot, and people may shy away from it, um, so I kind of wanted to answer that on here. And uh, people may have different opinions on this. Nor probably has a different opinion of why she wears hers. But a reason of why I wear mine is because, one, God told me to, just like how nuns have their own type of headscarf, how people may cover themselves in different ways. That's how I feel like I, just, just for that reason alone, is more than enough. But another reason um, would be, because I feel like people should look at me for my personality and not my figure. So that's one of the reasons why I wear it as well. Um, I feel like when people get to know me, they're not judging me about how long my hair is. Um, rather, I am thick or not thick or whatever the case may be. Um, it's, it's, my, it's my personality and it's who I am as a person. Um, so that's why I wear it. And I know other people may wear it for a different reason as well. And I try to make it a part of my life and a part of my style and that's why I won't shy away from anything. That's why I want to reach the maximum of what I can, whether it's performing, whether it's doing the sport that I love and try to make sure that nothing gets in my way and nothing gets in the way of that headscarf. Um, another thing that people that I kind of want to answer um, is who I wear it in front of and who I don't wear it in front of. And the best way possible that I can explain this is pretty much anybody that you could potentially marry in the future, you, do, you wear it in front of. Everybody, like, for example, you can't marry your uncle, you can't marry your brother, you can't marry your father. I take it off in front of them. So, no, I don't take a shower with it. No, I don't do all that stuff. Um, just to answer those, those few questions. What I'm wearing, I'm basically wearing... Uh, this tobe, which is called a jistasha, this hat, which is called a kufi. What else am I wearing? I have a beard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's about it. All right. It's actually funny that you mentioned the attire, right? Uh, Ahmed Sahan. Uh, basically, like, it's because there was a, uh, a moment in time when I thought it would be okay to go to Chipotle in a jistasha, right? But see, here's the thing. If anyone looks at me, right, they look at me and they don't see an Arab. They see it like a white boy or they see it like uh, 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 maybe Greek. I got Mexican before. But it's just what people see, right? And then I tell them I'm Muslim and they go like, what? No way. And uh, it was funny because I had my hair tied that day. So I'm kind of like, I was like, I was like taking like modern, modern trends and I was basically like, uh, like putting it together with like the disdasha and the in the Muslim attire, and it was kind of funny because I had everyone confused, right? And then I walk into Chipotle, about to get my Chipotle right before I go to Salatul Jamaa, and, and everyone is just uh, just staring at me like, like we we can't put our finger on it, right? You're 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 a millennial, right? But you're also Muslim, right? You're white, but you're not, like so. They, they, it was really funny, you know. And I just, I kind of like, I kind of threw people off and then people would just stare and then I could tell they're trying to figure it out, figure it out. So like, I would just let them stare, you know, like I could get up and say something like, why are you staring? Yes, I'm Muslim. Yes, I got like my attire on, like if you have a problem, you know, but uh, just a message to all the other Muslims that get criticized, critiqued in public, or even if you ever get like racial slurs the best way to handle it is not by backlash you know what i'm saying that'll only cause more backlash you know uh that, that'll that'll just it'll be a mess you know what i'm saying so the best way is if people have questions 
answer their questions. If people have concerns, answer their concerns. If people are racist, let them be racist and tell them who you really are. And in the end, nothing should affect you if you know that you're true to yourself and you know that you're right in the end. You know what I'm saying? There's no problem, you know? If you're not hurting anyone, then you know you're just living life. You're right. You're fine. And you shouldn't have to justify to anyone. So it was just funny, the whole attire thing, you know? But, but yeah. Ahmed, is there, is, is there, I think the people are curious if there's a photo of this attire somewhere circulating online that they can uh, be the judges of. You know what? There, there is not. There's a lot more. Trust me. We would be here all day. I think I got one quick one in mind just because it kind of reminded me of it when uh, they mentioned the, 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 the robes, the dishdasha. Um, I was wearing it one time when I went to get some coffee. I think I was either Dunkin' or Starbucks, but, uh... I was wearing it. I don't wear it too much, but when I do, you know, I like to walk around in it. And um, I had someone that was staring at me in line for a while, and uh, they finally asked a question, which I'm glad the person actually asked a question, and said, I, I just, I don't understand. Uh, where where are you from? And I said, I'm like, I'm actually half Egyptian, half Filipino. I was like, really? I thought you were Mexican. And then, <laughs> and then uh, I said, would it make a difference, really? And uh, she said, oh, I don't know. It, it makes sense now when you say Egyptian, but when I thought you were Mexican, I just thought, why were you wearing it? And I told them that, um, you know, you don't have to be from an Arab country or, you know, majority Muslim country to be a Muslim. I mean, even if I was Mexican and I was wearing it, I, it's, you know, it's my religion, and it's, it's my way of expressing it. And... Uh, I do have um, a lot of family members just because my mom did convert um, to Islam and her majority of her family are not Muslim. So I do have a lot of them on my social media pages and stuff and they do see me post pictures of like when I went on my uh, Umrah trip to uh, Mecca and Medina with my class, you know, I posted a lot of pictures with them and we were all wearing this this dishdasha, you know, this, this long robe and... Uh, a lot of them really ended up liking it, and they wanted one of their own. And I said, you know what? If I do end up sending something over to you guys, I will send you one. So I thought it was pretty cool. Yeah. Anyone else? This episode of MVCC POV was produced and edited by Tish Hayes with music by Lakey Inspired. Thanks to the MVCC Library for supporting the podcast.